アロアアロアイアロアイエデダダダダダリアロアフジェスフィギュ
Um, I'm a big fan of Hong Kong kung fu movies. So you'd see them flying in the air, doing acrobatic stuff, which is like beyond, and you know it's fake, but you love it anyway. So there's got a lot of that Hong Kong flavor to this. But I think that if the movie was out of the hands of Walt Disney, it would have been better. Mm. It would have been better. It would have been a lot better if it was a full, full-on Asian film, a kung fu movie, just straight like that, a kung fu or, or, or Asian battle film. I think it would have been a thousand times better. I mean, there, there is a Chinese move-on movie. Oh, I need to see that. Like in Chinese and everything. I need to see that one. Um it it was okay. It's a Disney film. It was okay. I love the way they did it. I'm I'm glad it wasn't any singing. I'm glad they did it just the way it was. It was fine, just like that. Mm-hmm. What did you think about the singing? Um, I I think singing is fine for a cartoon, but if we're talking about real life, who's gonna be singing in the middle of a war? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like I saw some ladies' comments uh, who were watches that no woman lets her hair down and goes off to war. Like, a real warrior would cap her hair up and go to battle. But, you know, I thought that was funny, but they had to let everyone know that she was a girl or a woman or whatever it was, but I think she's a girl. Anyway, she's a teenager. So there was that. Um, as far as the cinematic go, the, the coloring, the, the um, cinematography was great. Had great, vibrant colors. Um, <clears throat> the people looked as authentic as Disney could do. But my issue of my holes, my holes were. <laughs> my issue and the holes with the film was. One minute, it seems like a really good kung fu film. Or a saga, an epic saga. And then in the next minute. It turns into this little kids fest, and it was like it. Whoever was doing this couldn't figure out where they wanted to go with it. So it was, it was really weird. So it was not the best. It wasn't the worst film, but yeah, I think it was fine not being the musical since we know Disney has a habit of redoing everything they've ever done to put real people in it, and then they have singing in it. It's good every once in a while. You know what? Shake it up. Um, I like the part where Mulan and Hawk Lady came together. And Hawk she, Lady? You mean the witch? Yeah. The witch, yes. Um, she, she was like, it's too late for me. But go. Do what you're going to do. Be who you're going to... You know what I mean? Yes. It's like, okay, no, it wasn't really too late for you. But in the end, you kind of contributed to... You know, the good side. So, okay, I'll let you get away with saying that. But, you know. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Politically speaking, right, I'm shocked that everybody was so wound up about um, it not being a musical and not having a dragon, which, you knuckleheads, there shouldn't have been a dragon anyway. It was bad enough that the paper phoenix, I mean, that phoenix really looked terrible. I'm shocked that they didn't go all, it's patriarchy. You know what I mean? They skipped over that. I'm shocked that they, unless I missed that part of people talking about this film. No. 
Oh, okay. Now, then you're just going to do, oh, so he's just going to be mad because he can't go fight and so she can't fight because she's, yes, yes, we're talking about a different time period. Shut your mouth and enjoy the film. But um, that, that was that was pretty cool, the relationship between her. Uh, there was some funny points when she goes to see the matchmaker. <laughs> Dishonor your whole family. Yeah, you were dishonored with that nasty spider on your table. <laughs> your it house wasn't is dirty. On the table, it came down from the ceiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's that? That that nursery rhyme? The spider sat down beside her. Little Miss Muffet sat in the puppet. Little Miss Muffet sat on her tuffet, eating her curds and whey. Mm. Ew. That's right. Think about that. Okay, so, um, sorry Disney, but. Guys, uh, I'm giving Mulan. Uh, I'm gonna eke out two. All right, I'll give it a half. Two and a half beards. Five out of ten popcorn kernels. Okay. That was quick. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Love and Monsters. Let me tell you something. This guy was named again? Dylan Dylan Mc Dylan, Dylan O'Brien. Dylan McBermitt. Dylan O'Brien. <laughs> Dylan no, O'Brien. Josh McDermott. Yeah. Dylan O'Brien. Um, when she made me watch Teen Wolf, which was oh my gosh, can that I... show was it was amazing. It was amazing. No, I really want to see. I you. take no constructive criticism. On I my want adult vampires and werewolves. But anyway, I'm watching the show, and it happens to me all the time. The people who they want to be the star never really clicks with me, and I immediately click with this kid's acting chops, which I thought was awesome. And then when they had that season or two where he was bad, whatever his name was. Void. Void when, Styles. When he was Void Styles, it that was great. You got to see him really, really do his acting. And um but since that time they really always cast him as doing something comedic. Yeah, except for American Assassin. Which was awesome. And I think his people need to get him more work like that. American Assassin was amazing and he did a really great job in that. In this film, he basically was just a comic relief. I mean, it was a comedy. I thought it was going to be a little bit more a little bit more dramatic than it was comedy, but um I guess they wanted I mean, wanted... there were some feelings in there. Yeah. Again, like with Mulan, this movie for me struggled to find itself. Maybe he should just only be in movies that he'll produce. Yeah, who knows? But it struggled to find itself. Is it a comedy? Is it a drama? Is it a love story? Is it action? I mean, it had some slow periods going through where it was like really, really good. We're watching him grow. Um, him freezing and panicking and not being able to execute a kill. Honestly, his girlfriend is, is funny. His girlfriend was not worth it. I'm just going to put that out there right now. It was not worth the seven days at all. Um, so he... His character growth. When he panics and... Um, I 
like I was saying, it 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 struggled to be something concrete, and uh, and I found a problem with that. The guy's acting is fine. The movie's pace is pretty pretty darn good. But again, you know, one moment it's supposed to be like this really really hard action film, but then it's just like, what am I watching? But there were parts of this film that reminded me of, especially when we did with the, the giant crab and the giant roaches and, and all these things, Food of the Gods. Check that out if you can. It's a very old 70s movie. But this film had a nice, a bit of, um, what do you call that? 1970s B movie. There it is had a B-movie feel to it. You know, movies like, um, again, Food of the Gods, The Ants, and and those type of films where it was just campy. Yeah, some points of it, it was campy. But the story was good. You know, there it was similar to what we're dealing with right now. It was a, an apocalypse. Something happens, and there's a mutation of beasts and birds. It was a mutation of uh, insects and bugs. That was it, right? Yeah, because the dog was still a dog. Mm -hmm. It didn't mutate. So, sea creatures, insects and bugs, giant earthworms, nasty giant roaches attacking people. And so everyone went underground and lived in bunkers. So they're all in colonies, as they call it, all around. And so they've been hiding for years. And then... Um, he hears his girlfriend on the phone. The radio. On the ham radio. And he sets out on the quest. Seven days on the surface. Which, by right, he should have died. He no. was not the bravest of people in the world. But there is a character development. I'm not going to say anything about it. But he was not the bravest, so he really shouldn't have lived. Then he found a dog named Boy. Yes, boy. Kind of like Norman Reedus's dog. Dog. The boy dog name was Boy. Yeah. And he sets out on a journey with him. And then he runs into Michael Ruck. Who teaches him a few things. So so that, that was great. The hallucinating, um, he fell into, he got attacked by leeches, right? Yeah. Leeches, and he started um, hallucinating things. And then, uh, of course, the quest was um, he left to go and go after a girl. And, you know, if you do something like that, you hope that the person is worth it. I say she wasn't worth a half a step outside the, the gates, but no. that's just me. No, not even like a sniff of fresh air. Yes. Um, I do like the ending. There's a there's a particular message at the end of this film. I'm not going to give away anything else. It really doesn't matter. But there's a particular message at the end of this film that I think is very prevalent to what we're going through right now. Where everyone has been hiding for so long and it's like you've forgotten how to just live. You deal with the challenges. If you lose, you lose. If you win, you win. But live your life and don't hide in a bunker forever. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is something that should speak to us right now through 2020 of all the things that's going on. 
so fearful, so this, so that. And it's like, come on, man. Which that kind of bleeds into train to facade. Mm-hmm. So, anything else you have to say about? No. Um, actually, yes. I was going to say that, you know, it might just be like his own, this is what I want to do. But also a possibility that it's not, because I don't really know what actor would do that. I mean, again, unless it's something that you like to do. Like, unless you just like doing comedies, mm-hmm. like Adam Sandler. Who sucks at comedies, by the way. But, but everything he's in is a comedy. Yeah. So. Well, there you go. Okay, well, I um, hope he doesn't get typecast into always doing the same thing. Anyway, so, as far as my rating goes, I think this is one you ought to check out. I give it 9 out of 10 popcorn kernels. I give it a... um, Three and a half beards. It was a a little campy, but it, it was cool. I don't think there's not a whole lot in there that children, children couldn't see or like, you know, uh, well, I wouldn't say like young kids, but. Maybe just like um, language. Oh, yeah. There is some of that in there. But yeah. So I give it, what I say? Three and a half? Yeah. Okay. And moving right along. Now that we have your attention for the next few seconds, consider being part of our team. We'd love to expand our interviews and do more adventures and reach more people with a show that has something for everyone. And we can do that with your help and your support. A donation of any size that can be stopped at any time. You can also subscribe and and like and follow and download and share this show with others. And if you have any questions or comments, or you just want to say hello, you can reach us at tanthonybland at gmail.com. Again, that's tanthonybland at gmail.com. All right. Back to you, Jay. Ew, what was that? I I don't know. I I always just want to do that. Train to Busan. So we went from China. China to America, and now Korea. Let me start out with saying, if you don't know what this movie is, it is a zombie apocalypse type of, it's a zombie apocalypse movie. Also, side note, sorry, apparently there's a two, but it doesn't have anything to do with the characters, which kind of sucks, but. It's a zombie movie that takes place in modern times, so it's not like it's something far over. And no one really knows what the outbreak is. Actually, we do. There's a little bit right in the beginning of the film. Spoiler alert. Well, you know what? You got all kinds of spoilers when we're talking anyway. Spoiler alert. In the beginning, if you blink your eye, you'll miss it. There is a key to how it began. And I said it from the very beginning when I saw it. I'm like, "Mm mm-mm, nah. Nope, nope. But let me tell you something. Y'all heard me say, I've said this many times, have I not? Have I not said that Z Nation is my favorite zombie show? Yes. I love The Walking Dead, but after watching the zombies 
on a show where the people know that they are zombies to come to watch a show that doesn't know that the people are zombies, it's a little, it's a little hard to take. So then I see this film. She's trying to get me to watch this for a while. I saw another for like two straight years. I saw another guy. Um, there are there are subtitles. The subtitles are not as fast as you might think, so you should be able to read them without a problem. Um, there's another guy who I like to watch his his uh, reviews. Jeremy. Jeremy Johns. Jeremy Johns. Um, dude, is, he got issues. <laughs> he, he got issues. Check him out on YouTube. Well, he did the review. I said, okay, let me go watch it and then come back and hear what he had to say about the film. And he was correct. I disagree with him on one thing. He was saying that there are not too many characters, like you're watching a film, there are not too many characters that you see and you say, I want this one to be eaten, I want that one. I'm sorry, I disagree. There was one guy who I wanted to be seen eaten. I wanted him to turn into a zombie. I wanted him to turn into a zombie. And that's all I'm going to say. You'll see it. You'll know exactly who I'm talking about. And I kind of, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. So, in this movie, there is a zombie deer. Who knew? There are flying zombies. I'm surprised that guy didn't get eaten. I wonder what happened to him. I don't know. He probably did get eaten. Nobody <laughs> in that town, I think, lived. There are flying zombies. There are running zombies. There are zombies that will leap and bite you. There are zombies that roll over in a cheese wheel. And climb. Climbing zombies. This is Z Nation type zombies. And there are ones that are half turned that can open doors right before they turn all yes. the way. This is, that's, this is good stuff. <laughs> this was the good This to me was worth it just just to have those Z zombies Z Nambi Z Nation Z Nation zombie if you've ever seen Z Nation if you haven't go to Netflix and check it out they walk they have crawlers they have ones who can talk they have ones that have mental telepathy they roll around in wheels they have tumbleweeds it's hilarious bloodies all get out but hilarious so this film reminded me so much of the zombies on Z Nation. I love it when they run. And the doors aren't indestructible. Yes. So, there was that. Um, the train to Busan, Busan, whatever it is. Busan. Busan is about, the real part of it is about a father and a daughter trying to get to this particular town. Um, they don't know what's going on because it was happening as they were preparing. Dad works a lot, and so he wanted his daughter. Her birthday was coming up, and she wanted to see her mom. He didn't want to take off, but he took off. He's a hedge fund type of guy. And so he takes off and decides he's going to take his daughter because his mother made him feel really bad. <laughs> Dad, he doesn't spend enough time. So he takes this train to get her to see her mom for her birthday, and then he was going to come back and get to work. Then all, you know what, breaks loose. Slowly. Didn't just quickly happen. It happened slowly. Although, the one who boarded the train, I'm like, dude, did you not see that? Right. Did you not see? <laughs> when you kind of, like, um. And then nah. after that, I would have been like, I'm not trying to help you because you look weird. Shut the doors. Yeah. Cut off that part of the train. <laughs> yeah. 
She came in and I'm like, nope, 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 kick her off the train. You got a ticket? Nope, bye. <laughs> Get off this train. Um, there is a lot of heart in this film, a lot of feelings. That's why she was crying. Um, you know, as they go through a lot of things going on, they, you meet a lot of different characters, man. There's this big buff dude whose wife is pregnant. Um, there's some dirty, dingy, hobo-looking <laughs> Korean guy who gets on the train. Um, there's a baseball, a Korean baseball. I think they're high school kids, right? Yeah. High school kids that get on, and, you know, they're, they're teasing one boy because the girl likes him, and uh, that's kind of cute to watch that happen. So there's a lot going on in this film, and it's got a lot of great stuff that you would see in any film. The only difference is... They're speaking another language. Yep. Oh. There was some Michael Jackson thriller <laughs> zombies too. Like the first one. I said, oh, she just left thriller. Another characteristic, they can't see in the dark. Oh yeah, that was a cool one. I was like, that's different. <laughs> that's different. Like what? With the zombies why they can't they can't, why come they can't see? Anyway, yeah. So that was cool, a cool zombie twist. And when you see it, you see what I'm talking about, about the uh, Michael Jackson thriller zombies. Man, I, wait, that's the definition of if, if I can't see you, you can't see me, kind of. E <laughs> sure. That's like, sure. The, like the, the double reverse. If you can't see me, then you can't see me. <laughs> if it's dark, you can't see me at all. Okay, I'm done. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Moving on. <laughs> yes, moving on. I I will get this one, and I think you ought to see it. I think you ought to spend your little money and rent this one. Or you can buy it. Or if you have Amazon Prime, it's free. It is? Yes. Oh, you are correct. You are correct. It was the other one that I had to pay for. But yes. So it is free on Amazon Prime. I think this is one that you should check out for the weekend. You can check out the other two if you want. Um, definitely give Loving Lovin' Monsters a, a, a good look, but check out this movie, The Train to Busan. Yes, I give it a, a um, I wanna say theatrical, that's not the word, an enthusiastic, Big, shiny, oil-filled five beards. 15 out of 10 popcorn kernels. That is not even possible. I'm breaking the scale. Okay? That is not even yes. possible. Yes, it is. All right, folks, go and enjoy your weekend. And remember, you don't have to agree with me or anybody else. That's just fine. But what we all got to know is that we're part of one race. It's the human race. And we just got to love one another. So we will see you next time right here on the White Beard and Kid, the White Beard and TK podcasts. Say goodbye, kid. Bye-bye.